Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is me, Bloomberg Markets. Corey Johnson here in our AM 960 studios. Caroline Hyde, all the way on the other side of the pond in London. I'm indeed. And uh, we're gone. Well, we're going to be talking once again. It seems to be cars just dominating things at the moment, isn't it? And I never got to ride in yours when I was over in San Francisco, but it looks as though Ford's are hot on our agenda next. Uh, Ford are uh, continuing to push this notion of, notion of innovation across everything that they do, and I think uh, at least talking a, a game of uh, uh, r- rapid change in their business and embracing new technologies. So we're going to talk to the CTO of Ford. But first, let's get the very latest in business news headlines from Charlie Todd. And I thank you very much, Corey Johnson. Thank you, Caroline. We begin with the numbers at the close of floor trading on the NYMEX, brought to you by USCF. Invest in what's real. Visit uscfinvestments.com. That's uscfinvestments.com. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil up 7 tenths of 1%, up 31 cents a barrel to $47.09. The latest out of Barcelona after that van attack today. Catalonian officials now say 13 people are dead. More than 50 have been injured. The police force for Spain's Catalonia region says it has arrested a suspect in the Barcelona van attack and is, quote, treating him as a terrorist. Meanwhile, the region's interior minister is calling on residents to remain indoors and avoid unnecessary travel while the investigation continues. And U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson has offered assistance to authorities in Spain as they investigate the van attack that has uh, killed at least 13 people and, again, more than 50 people injured, according to a Catalonian official. U.S. equities are trading lower, close to the worst level of the day right now, with the S&P down 1%, 24.43. Dow Industrials lower by 181 points, down 8 tenths of 1%. It's the S&P that's down 1%, while NASDAQ is down 1.3%. Gold up 8.60, the ounce up 7 tenths of 1%. The 10-year up 6.30 seconds, the yield there 2.20%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Build the city on rock and roll. Potentially, that's maybe where Ford's going. But we're now going to be talking about the city of tomorrow with Ford's Vice President and Chief Technology Officer, Ken Washington. Ken, wonderful to have you joining us here on Bloomberg Radio. And the symposium is about painting a picture of Ford's role in that city of tomorrow. What is Ford's role? Well, first of all, it's great to be with you. Um, we are here because we have a vision that uh, transportation can be re- reimagined. Uh, reimagined where you have smart vehicles living in a smart environment. And our role is to partner with cities working uh, in partnerships, um, driving innovation both inside the company and working with other innovators to to create that that future, to to design a future where where lives can be made better in in cities that are going to increase in population, that are going to continue to be be uh, challenged with um, with density and and complexity, and uh, we 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 want to work with those partners to to create that new future. Well, traffic blows. <laughs> Every major city I know, traffic is terrible. But that hasn't seemed to be a concern of car makers in the past. Is that fair? 
Well, one of the things that we're recognizing at Ford is that we are at, we're standing at a pretty unique time in history. That, that the paradigm of, of how transportation uh, is done has really not changed very much over the last hundred years. Uh, if you, if you wind the clock back to when vehicles were first introduced to society, uh, people had to learn how to, how to take advantage of that new very foreign technology. The, the biggest problem with transportation back then was you had a ton of horses and it created all kinds of mess in the city. And 10 years later, 10 to 13 years later, the horses were totally replaced with vehicles. We're now standing at the, at the crossroads of technology rushing into the transportation system and creating these new possibilities. And we're trying to sort it out. We're trying to, to imagine how we're going to use that transportation to make the congestion and the traffic so that it, it's not a terrible experience. It's not going to happen overnight. It took 13 years when cars were first introduced. And that first introduction didn't create the kind of cars and experiences we enjoy today. Yeah. So that reimagining is going to take time, but we have to start now to create the design, to create the, to bring the technologies in a way that, that, that is designed around how people will be uh, living in cities. And that's what we're focused on. That's what we brought together thought leaders in the transportation ecosystem to San Francisco to, to open that conversation to help us imagine how to do that differently. I mean, it's interesting. It is a real global push. I had the joy of being on stage with Stephen Armstrong, the president of Europe of Ford, earlier this year when they were looking at the Smart Mobility Innovation Office they're launching here in the city I currently sit. But you're working with not only areas to crowd, crowdsource shuttle services, but also bike sharing. I mean, how much is does the future spell fewer Fords on the road, or does that not matter? Well, let me be clear. Uh, we will continue to, to design and sell and 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 uh, and bring value to to our customers through through vehicle production, and that that is going to be part of the future for a long time. But the key here is that uh, the transportation system has to be rethought, and we believe that part of that rethinking is going to include stitching together different ways of moving, including bikes, including shuttles. We, we acquired Chariot because we, we saw the promise of introducing microtransit, we like to call it microtransit, into cities so that you can move people about in, sh- in a shared way, in a way that has a smaller energy footprint than using large buses, and in a way that makes it more convenient for people and, and makes it a better experience. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Imagine a city that has harnessed the ability to stitch together without any friction the ability to use bikes, the ability to use microtransit shuttles, the ability to use cars on demand, and the ability to use smart cars that work with the smart environment. That's the vision we have. And like I said, it's not going to happen overnight, but we're starting now with that vision, and we're starting with um, putting our thinking into how to make that design. Is, is there, we just got about uh, 30 seconds left here, but is there a singular technology that you think is the reason this is happening right now and hadn't happened in the past? I think that if I had to point to one thing, I would say it's software. Uh, software is increasingly important to our business. It's opening up new possibilities of making things smart. It's making things, uh, it's making connectivity, it's bringing connectivity to life because now the software can actually process data so you can get wisdom and insight from that data. The software is helping us make our vehicle smarter. 
Software is going to make the infrastructure smarter. The challenge is how do you integrate that software into the hardware so that it all works for humans and, and humans can actually use the software and the hardware together as a system. That's where the magic happens. Uh, interesting stuff, and certainly we're seeing those changes uh, all around us. Uh, interesting to see the Fords uh, thinking about it uh, as well as much as anyone. Uh, CTO of Ford, Ken Washington, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets. I'm Bloomberg Radio with Corey Johnson and Caroline Hyde. This is Bloomberg. Let's get to Washington, D.C. right now, where Nancy Lyons is a check of world and national news headlines from our 991 studios. Thanks, Corey. The police force for Spain's Catalonia region says it has arrested a man in the Barcelona van attack. They say they're treating him as a terrorist. A regional official is now saying there were at least 13 killed, another 50 injured, after the driver plowed through a busy tourist section of the city that lost Rambles district. Ella Bartlett is an American who traveled to Barcelona to do some sightseeing. She was in the area when the attack occurred. All of a sudden, we there was kind of a commotion, and we turned around, and um, everyone was just running. And it took us a second to sort of understand what was going on, and um, it was just really confusing. And once we saw that everyone was running, we just started running, too. We didn't even run, know what we were running from. President Trump is tweeting, the U.S. condemns the attack and will do whatever is necessary to help. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson says the U.S. and our allies are resolved to find the terrorists and bring them to justice. We offer our condolences uh, to the loss of life and the injuries that have occurred to so many innocent people yet again. He said U.S. diplomats in Spain are currently assisting Americans there and asked those who were safe to please notify their friends and families. President Trump this afternoon is meeting with Small Business Administration Administrator Linda McMahon. The meeting comes as Trump sees support fading from corporate CEOs over his comments that appeared to confirm legitimacy on white supremacists following the Charlottesville violence. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons.